Send it. Send it. Help! It's another day. It's another episode. We're celebrating another pick day. Pick episode. Yeah. What's all about, baby? Friday picks. Friday picks. Got a well, yeah. Friday picks. You'll hear them on Sunday or last Saturday, but the, the weekend picks. The weekend picks to you know lead you into the uh, the, the days off for you. And it, it's a busy weekend. I mean, we might even sprinkle in a little guess the odds here because not only do we have NFL and college football, we also have the Masters. Ah, uh, one of the only things I don't watch on TV ever. Golf. What? What? I can't do it. Yeah, I've, bet yeah. on, I've bet on golf, but I've never watched, like, sat down and watched golf. Wow. I'm actually surprised. I, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised, but uh, for someone that bets on everything. I know. Golf is, like, huge. It's tough, though, I guess, to, to bet on golf. Very difficult to bet on golf. Very difficult. But, I mean, I'm wondering what some of the odds are. Is you could probably I was thinking about taking McElroy. He was at uh thirteen to one. That's that's good odds. What was Tiger? Um, I'm wondering. He was at forty two to one. I would I would I would just lay a you know a little penny on that. Why not? It's Tiger at the Masters. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Right now, I'm sure his odds went up because he had what like a record breaking his best re- uh, his best first round at the Masters <clears throat> right yesterday. Yeah. Best, best first round ever, which is kind of crazy. So. Mm-hmm. It is really crazy to think, but if he's a slow, if he gets off to a slow start, there you go. True, true. Anyway, um, the picks episode, NFL week ten. So yeah, the the standings have gotten a little more uh, clear. I guess they're not quite as close as they were last week because we, we all had average to below average weeks. It wasn't. Let me wasn't tell you for the show. Three and two going into the Monday night game for me. We haven't talked about this. No, we have not. Oh, my God. The Jets, man. <laughs> I get them at a good number at the seven and a half, even though, you know, it's still that hook. I didn't love the hook, but still it went to nine and a half, even some places, ten and a half. And they cover with ease. Thanks to that game winning field goal to Nick Folk. I mean, once at that point in the game, I knew I wasn't getting the seven and a half anyway. No, no, no. Besides overtime. New England field goal, and then a pick six. But it is what it is. I'll take the three and three. The Jets, there are two losses, uh, or there are two wins against the spread <laughs> I have been a part of on the wrong end. <laughs> and I bet them two other times, so I'm two and two yeah. betting the Jets. But still, those you know those two times are not great. Because I, I laid off of them on the official pick, you had to know something was up. Well, when I'm all <laughs> over taking uh, the team that's playing the Jets, okay, then then you know, ride with that team. But uh, something seemed a little iffy. Now, when we found out Sam Darnold wasn't playing, I was like, oh, I, I kind of want to take the Patriots now. Uh, but, oh, thank God I did not because Joe Flacco moving the ball down the field. Joey Flacco looking like he was back in 2012 <laughs> Joey in New Flacco. Orleans. And then one thing you, you probably never expect to hear or remember for the rest of your life, Joe Flacco passed Joe Montana for uh, career passing yards, if I'm not mistaken. In that game? 
That's yeah. hysterical. Like I Joe, can't believe that. Joe Flacco and Joe Montana in the same sense. Nope. That's just, I don't equate the two with one another. Oh, man. All. But yeah, that was kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, not a great week overall. Like you said, you went three and three. Um, uh, that was the, the best by far. You had an outside chance of going four and two. And then uh, I went one and five. So um, I'm back to my, my regular ways, I guess. Hey, you got you had a five. You go five and one. You're right back in it. That's true. Yeah, just get get back to five hundred. So well, we can hope for the best. And then Nick Roy, who is not with us at the moment, went two and four last week. So just you know, all all around, not a great week. Although you did create some separation now. You're now two games up on him. Yeah. And four up on me. So I was hoping to be three games up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to get the, <laughs> as much ground as I can. It is. It is still still plenty of season left to go but hopefully <clears throat> this week is better for for everyone so without further ado let's get into the picks time for nicks nicky's picks. picks nicholas's pickles lots of joy come at me bro you like that oh i like it all bets are off all right so it's oh, a, I, I, I kick it off do you kick it off or since the best i went person. Is that oh, no, it's the worst. It's the worst record. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. T- tears, we go best record. You're right. Reward reward them with the tears for the picks, though. I'm going first. I'm, I'm used sir. to this. This is really what I've been doing for, for a while. I had a one outlier or two outlier weeks, and now I'm back to back to normal. So let's get into it. <clears throat> um, the first game I'm taking is not currently on MGM, but we found the line elsewhere. Uh, it's Washington at Detroit. The Lions are a, I believe, was a four and a half point favorite at home, um, and I, I, I don't see how Detroit is going to win by more than a field goal. Uh, they have not looked great at all. Washington defense very good, uh, even in the loss last week to the, the Giants, and that was a game that they <laughs> didn't have Kyle Allen for most of it. Alex Smith came in and actually threw threw the ball pretty well, but he threw a couple. Bad interceptions. I think he'll get back on track. Now that Kyle Allen's done for the year, and I mean, we could talk about that more. But the, the similarity and kind of irony there—how you know both quarterbacks broke their legs in like the same part of the field on that field with you know two years apart from each other—it's kind of just wild to think of. But yeah, Alex Smith is back as a starter. Good to see, uh, and I think you know maybe some magic there. I, I like you know Riverboat Ron in Washington. They're still competing in the division where Detroit isn't. So I'd like them to go in and cover the, the four and a half as a, an underdog. I still think Detroit to win, but yeah, Washington, defensively, they're going to keep it close. Uh, my next picks against the spread are going to be, I'm going to go, so all the, the remainder of these games are all in the four o'clock window and later. So I, I can pretty much breathe easy uh, early on. have a nice early afternoon to myself on Sunday. For the second pick, Chargers at the Dolphins. This is a really low spread. I'm kind of surprised. I know the Chargers have been good offensively, but we talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, the, the Chargers, their inability to win close games is unbelievable. I think it's now 40 losses by one score or less. Well, we have but whatever, one score uh, since 2015, if you add last week. I mean, they've been super competitive with Justin Herbert, but they just can't win for whatever reason. Uh, the Dolphins, fen- f- phenomenal. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. Last week, I mean, they went into Arizona, beat the Cardinals, were kind of flying high offensively. 
and not, you know, not even offensively. I mean, I know Dolphins have a good defense, but they scored plenty of points last week, which was really good to see. Tua, super efficient. He's not like great yet. He's not putting up, you know, the same kind of numbers that Herbert and Burrow are, are uh, passing, but they still went in there and handled business. So it's that minus one and a half for Miami. They're at home. I, I, I got to route the Dolphins here. They've won three in a row. Uh, right in contention four. in the eight. Uh, yeah, right. It is four. <laughs> they were one and three, and now That's they are. right. Yeah. Yep. Wow, four. So this could be five in a row. They'll go to six and three if they win. Unbelievable. So, yeah, Dolphins, minus one and a half. I'm I'm riding that. Comp- this is probably my most confident pick of the week. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. Wow. Yeah. Third pick, officially. So these last two are kind of big numbers against teams that, you know, are usually very good. And uh, that kind of scares me, but they're not the teams that we've grown accustomed to seeing. So third pick is uh, Niners at the Saints. This is a nine and a half point spread. The Saints are favored at home. The Niners, I mean, they're just riddled by injuries. They are depleted on both sides of the ball. We saw it last week. I know they have the kind of the, the, the half buy, if you will. I haven't played on Thursday against the Packers, but they looked awful. I mean, they got a couple garbage time touchdowns. It's going to screw me on that under, but their offense is uh, abysmal. They're still not healthy at all. I think they're getting maybe one of the receivers back this week, but we still got Nick Mullins slash CJ Beathard starting. Uh, the running back situation is still a mess. Jarek McKinnon and Hasty are kind of the main backs. Tevin Coleman was possibly going to come back this week. He's still out, so... I don't see how they're scoring enough against the Saints, who really asserted their dominance uh, against the Bucks on Sunday night. They, they came out and were just unbelievable. Offensively, they had 28 points in the first half, and they could have scored more than that. And then defensively, too, they were just uh, ridiculous against you know a Bucks team that just got A-B and they've been firing in all cylinders. So I really like what the Saints are doing now. Um, both sides of the ball, Michael Thomas is back. I think they're going to cover this one like i said no it's a nine and a half but at home against a niners team that is depleted yeah right with the saints at minus nine and a half and then my last pick against the spread this is also a, a big number and <clears throat> against a team that has been arguably the, the best in the nfl over the last decade and it's bill belichick patriots so yeah sunday night ravens at pats it's minus seven for baltimore I'm going to add this, the half point to that too, which is even more more worrisome. If you're betting this in real time, probably wait till kickoff because it might go down. Uh, I wouldn't like that game at more than eight. If it's under a touchdown, though, whew, definitely take it. Uh, New England, you, you got screwed by them on Monday. You know how bad that they've looked all year. How are they competing in this game? Do they have – no one on offense. Yes, Cam, I guess, looked a little bit better, but he was playing the Jets. That Baltimore defense is is nasty. They're going to get after him. Uh, Cam has no receivers either. Julian Edelman's on IR. Nikhil Harry's got like an eight-week concussion. The guy just can't get on the field. Uh, Jacoby Myers is their top yeah. weapon he's throwing, he's throwing to Jacoby Myers. Uh, like what? Some, something bird, Jameer I think. Jameer Bird. These guys, they're pulling off the street, basically. This essentially, yes, they are. And, you know, I just I don't know how they're going to keep up. And then they also defensively on, on Monday against the Jets gave up 20. What was it? I forgot what the Jets scored. 27. 27, 28. <laughs> the Jets don't score that many points against anybody. 
So, yes, I know New England's home. Doesn't matter at all. Uh, minus seven, Baltimore. Like I said, I'll throw in the half point there. I, I see this being pretty ugly uh, in, in New England. I just, you know, maybe first half they might keep up, but uh, yeah, they're not going to stop Lamar and, and that offense. So, those are my picks against the spread officially. I got Washington at plus four and a half. I got the Dolphins at minus one and a half, the Saints at minus nine and a half, and the Ravens at minus seven and a half. So, the over unders. Uh, the under, I think we're both kind of looking at the same game, and it's now in question because about five, ten minutes ago we heard that the Browns have a positive COVID test. I don't see that affecting the game at all because it's the NFL. But anyway, something to, something to monitor. Anyway, over under Houston at Cleveland. It's 47 and a half. I'm going to take the under in that game. And it's, it's solely because of the fact that the weather in Cleveland seems to affect over unders. Uh, we saw this a couple weeks ago when you guys picked. Vegas at Cleveland. It was a just absolute sloppy game. Oh my God. Uh, just ugly. The lowest score game of the week. Grind it out. Yeah. Grind it out. Yeah. Just not good at all. So yeah, 47 and a half. And these offenses haven't been great. I know the defenses stink, but yeah, the weather for the Sunday in Cleveland, it's um, 80% chance of rain with 32 to 35 mile per hour winds. So that's not going to be great for the passing game by any stretch. So, yeah, 47 and a half. I'm going to pound the under in a wet and sloppy Cleveland. And then my over is, uh, so this is kind of a scary number, but I, I learned, I've learned this with my over-unders this year. You got to go with the best offenses or pick against the best, the, the worst defenses because that's not going to change most likely. So I'm going to pick two offenses that are, are flying high. Um, these teams actually have decent defenses when they have the right matchups, but the, the offense reigns supreme in this league. So I'm going to go Buffalo at Arizona, 56 and a half. It's a huge number, but uh, when you look at it, they have to score 28 points collectively or more, or maybe a little more than that. But yeah, I, I could see this being a 34 to 31 type game. Honestly, uh, both offenses are tremendous. Yes, like I said, they have decent defenses against the right teams, but yeah, I, I don't see how you're going to be able to stop Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. So, 56 and a half, I'm going to take the over in that one, and that will wrap it for my six picks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Uh, that's the only words I got for it. <laughs> just, just <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm saying wow too. I don't like. I don't even. I don't love most of these picks, but it, it right has now. been. We, like last week, we we thought it was tough too, and and none of us had a positive week. <laughs> it's just. It's been yeah. very difficult these last because that first month of the season was okay. We we were you know hanging in there, but then the past six seven weeks of the season, my God. That these these lines have been tough. I mean, Vegas is just making Vegas. so much money. They're screwing us, yeah. Oh my god. But without further ado, hmm. I will be jumping into my week ten picks, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna kick it off. Green Bay minus thirteen and a half, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I'm kind of shocked that this is still not at 14 because if it was at 14, there's no way I'm taking it. Um, with the 
with our little rule in effect that we'd have to add that half. There's no way I'm taking this at 14 and a half. Uh, since it is a 13 and a half, I think the Packers can easily win by those two touchdowns. Um, refresh my memory, Pat. Who did the Jags play last week? They. Uh, I have. No, I cannot remember. They played the was it Houston. It was Houston. Yes, it was Houston last week. Yes, at home. So, Houston's defense not great. Um, I think that James Robinson will be able to run all over the pack, but I don't think they'll be able to keep up uh, in the air. And that's where I think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to take over. I think they're going to win this game by 14. Um, and that's all there is to it, really. Now, I'm going against you in this next pick. Oh, geez. Where are we going? I find, I find this very interesting. I found it interesting you were laying points for this. I'm taking the Niners plus the nine and a half. Um, I think that New Orleans partied a little too hard after that win last week. (laughs) What? Um, And I think that the Niners just have ways to stay in the game. Um, Yeah, the Packer game was not great for them, but um, they just find ways to stay in these games. And... If I had to p- compare the two offenses between Green Bay last week and New Orleans this week, Green, B- Green Bay blows New Orleans out of the water, in my opinion, right now. So that's why I am. Uh, I think that San Francisco will find a way to stay within that nine and a half threshold. So we're going to go Niners nine and a half. <laughs> the Niners for nine and a half. Now we're going to go up to Foxborough where I am taking the same pick as you. Uh, I am going with the Ravens, and I'm going to take that 7.5 too. Um, last night, it's annoying. It was at 6.5, and, and I was really oh, loving it. On that would have been. Down. Oh. And then uh, that was about last night, about midway through the Indianapolis Colts-Tennessee Titans game. And then by the end of that game, it was at 7, and there was no <laughs> shot it was coming back down. So nope. um, I'll take the 7.5 and... A Ravens are just playing really well. Um, they basically beat up by the end of that game a Colts defense that we saw is pretty good last night. Yep. Um, and I don't think New England is comparable right now to the Colts with the amount of people that they lost at the beginning of the season mm. due to co- uh, the COVID concerns and such. So I think that this should be an easy one for the Ravens to win by more than eight points or to win by eight points or more. Um, Their offense needs to get cooking again. They kind of hit a stunt in their growth from the last two games between Pittsburgh game and the Colts game. But uh, I don't see a way that New England can try and stay in this game unless they just try and ground and pound, uh, have a drive that's 13 minutes of a quarter. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll see what happens in that game. But I do like the Ravens. Uh, to win by eight or more. I'm taking them at the seven and a half. My final spread pick. We're going to Monday night again. Again. Now, this line moved, and it is concerning, but I'm still taking it. And I can't believe I'm taking it. I can't. I don't know where you're going with this game, actually. (laughs) I'm taking the Bears plus three and a half. What? Oh, my God. A home dog. I think they they can neutralize this uh, Vikings offense more than most. 
Um, we all know what Chicago's defense is capable of, and the Vikings' defense is not that great. So I hope, I hope that Nick uh, Foles can get uh, his A game going, or at least keep them in the game because that's all I need. And I like that hook at the three and a half. And um, it's kind of shocking that the Vikings are favored, but you know the Bears are either contender or a pretender. This is a huge game is to tell us how or why or if they are one of those. And um, that's why I'm taking them. Wow. Both, uh, wow. Bears plus the three and a half. Mm. Uh, and it went from two and a half to three. And I was like, all right, now that it's going to be a three and a half, I, I'll have that hook. I'm definitely going to take it in this case. Now to the over-unders. I went with this last week because it was apparently a lock by RJ Bell. <laughs> and that was... <laughs> Uh, the under 48 and a half Arizona against Miami. Yeah, that worked And out. that was basically over in the first quarter, <laughs> considering it was 28 in the first quarter. Um, you knew there that even if the game slowed down, there was no way that it wasn't going to hit uh, no. the under 48. So that was fun. But I'm taking the over this time because I think the Chargers are going to somehow hang around that spread suggests that they will, the one and a half. If they're basically making it a pick em, um, if it's that close. So I think that they can hang around. I, I learned my lesson a couple weeks ago when I took the under in a Charger-Jaguar game. Um, mm-hmm. And they ended up hitting the over by an extensive amount. So 48 and a half. It seems shady again, but I'm biting it. Um taking the over 48 and a half for the Chargers and the Dolphins and now over to the under I'm actually going against you Patrick uh, I think both these teams had high offensive performances last week and I think that they are due to cool down a little bit in a game like this what that is Buffalo at Arizona uh, Buffalo coming across the country I didn't love the way the spread looked either I think it was Buffalo plus two and a half yeah, it's Which, plus two um, and a half. Yeah, very, very, very shady. Um, I don't know what to make of that spread at all. Um, the fact that it's two and a half means that they don't even know really how it's going to go. So that's why they have it at that weird number. There's, it's not a three, but it's not at a pick em either. So they'll throw it in the middle there at two and a half. Um, but yeah, I think that 56 and a half is a very high number. Yes, they have been performing really well on offense, but... Um, these offenses could use a break. I mean, <laughs> Arizona could use a break. Arizona comes off the bye and already gets thrown into this game where, to be honest with you, they should have they should have been they were expected to and could have won that game against Miami, and um, it did not end well, obviously. But in the process, they hit the over. Uh, like I said last week, that forty-eight and a half, and uh, yeah, their offense is really good, but. Buffalo's defense has limited uh, the, the Seahawks last week. And I think that uh, Arizona's defense can possibly limit Buffalo's offense this week. So I think it's going to be a little bit more of a low scoring. But then again, my over-unders always suck. So just to recap, we've got Packers minus 13 and a half at the ja- against the Jags. Niners plus 9 and a half at the Saints. Ravens minus 7 and a half at the Pats. Bears on Monday night, plus three and a half at home against the Vikings. Over 48 and a half, Chargers, Dolphins. Under 56 and a half, Buffalo at Arizona. Patrick. All right. I like it. 
like a lot. That that uh that 49er pick was was ballsy. Um and I like it's a, it a big lot. number. It is it's a, a big, big number. number. It's a big number. We're going polar opposite with each other. So I, I can't really complain. But the, the the real pick that is gonna have people in a stir, the Bears pick. No question. Whenever Nick Roy hears this, oh my God, he's gonna be livid. Because I have a feeling he's back on the the Vikings. You think he's going to take him again? I, I, I think he will. But th- that game is interesting because Dalvin Cook's been, like, unbelievable these last two weeks. I mean, yeah. we haven't seen anything. And like, if anybody's going to stop him, we know it could be the Bears' run defense. Uh, that's you know? the thing. Yeah, if their run defense could devise a game plan and certainly stop Dalvin Cook. But could they then stop Kirk Cousins, which kind of seems crazy yeah. to even say and utter those words. But he does have two good receivers now. I mean, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson are very – capable targets and Kirk actually was pretty efficient last week too. I know Dalvin ran all over the place, but Kirk wasn't bad. So here's uh, the thing that I find interesting with that game, Pat. So I think if my stats are correct uh, this year to date um, week 10, I think that the bears have only allowed two wide receiver touchdowns. hmm. So that could limit Kirk in that regard and his receivers, but where are they going to get the points from then? Right. And yeah. Dalvin Cook's been red hot. So that's what that's the one thing that could be difficult. But I'm just hoping for a low-scoring game like the Bears always have. Grind it out uh, defensively and uh, hopefully cover that three and a half at least. I don't give a shit if they win because they, <laughs> they really don't deserve to. Yeah. The Bears are really pesky and annoying, but, so I can't believe I'm taking them. But that three and a half just seems too good to pass up for me. It does. And, and Chicago's home too. So, yeah. l- I mean, let's look at – Monday weather wise. So it's actually going to be pretty nice on Monday. High of 51, low of 30. Obviously, game time's like 820. So it'll be chillier, but it looks like it's going to be decent weather. So I guess that really won't affect it too much. Because I, I, I think Kirk Cousins, also, we got to factor this in too. Night game for Kirk Cousins. I don't think he fares that well in night games. Good. You know, he's more the, the, the one o'clock type guy. Body, body clock. That could also play a role. Isn't it weird how all these crazy trends come out of nowhere? Like last week I was texting (laughs) you and Nick in the group chat. I'm like, yeah, Russell Wilson hasn't lost in the Eastern time zone in the last 10 straight games, including the playoffs. (laughs) And then he gets just absolutely routed by Buffalo. Yep. After I take, after I take Seattle. So weird. And uh, for just betting wise, not for the picks, but yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Kind of crazy. So yeah, that'll do it for, for our picks. I don't know if you got any bonus picks, but I had a parlay I was thinking about taking. A patty parlay? Patty. The, the, oh, that's got to be a new new segment. Patty parlay. Wow. Love it. Go for it. All right. The patty parlay. So there's actually a couple <clears throat> parlays, which I really like. Um, this goes opposite my my official pick, so I can't take that, although the the numbers is huge. Uh all right, I like this one. It's a plus seven fifty. Rams, Dolphins, Cardinals, and Raiders. Tall win. Very feasible. Interesting. It's a fourteen parlay, which is you know ideally, you you maybe want three teams. Four to worry about is is tough. But yeah, yeah the the Rams are favorites, so I guess that's not a stretch. Dolphins are are favorites, not a stretch. Cardinals are favorite. Not a stretch. And the Raiders, I believe, are favorites, too. And I think they're all home favorites as well, which 
plays a role. Yeah, they're all home favorites. So interesting. It, it's it's interesting that the number is at plus seven fifty. I know it's like you know, yeah, like four teams to win, but yeah, the fact they're all home. Especially favorites. with that Rams game in there, I feel like that should be maybe a little higher. <clears throat> yeah, I guess, maybe that's the reason why. I don't know, uh, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm, it's interesting. Four home favorites, you know, plus seven fifty. So I, I I like that one even more so than. With a couple three-team parlays. That, the, the, another one I thought about taking uh, was Texans, Packers, and Giants to all win, um, which is certainly Texans, certainly Packers, possible. Giants, I like that. And then there's another parlay as well: Browns, Eagles, and Bucks to all win, which again is <laughs> certainly possible. Uh, obviously, two of those games are are opposite each other from the previous parlay, but. But very interesting stuff. We're looking at all of it for you. We're, really looking, we're looking at every single matchup, essentially. <laughs> there's only 11, uh, 12 games this weekend. So, you know, there's, or including Monday, I guess, 12 games remaining. But yeah, I, think we I don't have any bonus picks, but I do have like a little bit of a PSA. Just keep oh. an eye on these player props. Let's do it. Because I hit, I hit pretty solid last week. I took uh, Eric Ebron plus 200 to score any time. That was, and solid. if everybody remembers, he had that crazy leaping. Uh, go ahead touchdown uh, late in the game against Dallas. And that was just made my day because I put a little 75 er on that one. Mm. Nice little 150 profit at the plus 200. So keep an eye on these player props. There's definitely some good value. Um, you got to really pay attention to what a quarterback likes to look for uh, and when they like to look for it in the red zone specifically. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely value. Uh, I know somebody last night who took Jonu Smith mm-hmm. to score an anytime touchdown. I didn't get the odds on it, but I'm sure it wasn't, you know, too bad. That had no. to be around plus 200 as well if I had Probably. to put money on it. So uh, definitely keep an eye on that stuff. Okay. Um, and you can even parlay some guys if you want to, which I like doing. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> you know, you maybe, grab, maybe grab two or three guys to score a touchdown anytime. Um a really hot one since last year, Aaron Jones. Oh my God. He's always make sure you parlay Aaron Jones though. Never take the juice. Cause he's always at like minus two twenty, sometimes minus 300. It's insane. Yeah. He's, he's a lock to yeah. win you money. Oh, and last week I took Jarek McKinnon to score anytime touchdown. And what do you know? One of the last plays of the game or <laughs> the last play. I don't even know. Screwed he me. Freaking. Yeah. He screwed you with the, with the, uh, with, was the total. Yeah. Oh man. But he won me a couple bucks. Eh, it's fine. I didn't put any money on it, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad we won some money. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it for the picks. Picks episode week ten. Looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it big time. You can listen to these picks and all of our episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Send up semicolon the podcast. Uh, follow along all of our our content, the tweets, the graphic, all our picks from previous weeks. Twitter, Instagram, send up underscore. The pod, and yeah, rate, review, subscribe, do do what you will. Um, should I should I tease a couple of things? I feel like Ooh. I want to tease a couple of things. I don't yeah. even know about these teases, so yeah, no, no, lay it no on. Does me. no one does? Do I do I have to tease? So uh, I, I thought of a new segment idea, and Ooh. when when Nick Roy rejoins us, uh, this is going to be you know more so for the three of us. But it's called uh, I, I want to gauge your interest interest in this this segment it's called is it something you might be interested in 
that's that's the name of the <laughs> interesting <laughs> basically what this segment is so like it depends how much we, we get to on the show but i'm gonna read you either like headlines or you know possible stories and topics and you guys can say interested or not interested and then we can maybe discuss <laughs> that's all you can really say yeah so you're interested in the, in, in the segment but i mean for example like you know could have talked about, I don't know, Jose Abreu wins AL MVP. We could have talked about Tiger having his best opening round in his master's history. Could have talked about the Ivy League canceling sports for the winter. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. So, yeah, it'll just be like random. It's only going to get more hectic. We got the NBA draft next week, Patrick. We do. We do. And we got a definitely... Wednesday. Yeah, we got to break that down for sure. I can't wait. That'll be... I don't even know if it would be exciting and just be like kind of so weird, confusing. Like who's, yeah. who's going to get taken. We haven't seen any of these guys since March. So very weird, very weird. Um, but I'm not done with my teases. I'm not done with my teases. There's wow. He's not even done. Not even done. Not even done. Uh, the giveaway I would say was a pretty, um, you know, good success in terms of the amount of retweets and likes we got and interaction, got some more followers from it. So I have, a, I have another giveaway idea for for you. Um, our tiers coming up. We've got we've got several in the docket. Obviously, we're gonna have a Thanksgiving one, but possibly next week, prior to Thanksgiving, we're going to have a tiers of chain restaurants. That's what I'm thinking right oh, now. Oh yeah. And here's my 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 plan for the the giveaway. We're gonna tweet out our tiers, right? You then either quote, tweet, retweet, whatever, with your own tiers of your chain restaurants. And we're going to pick one lucky winner and we're going to give you a electronic gift card to your top chain restaurant. Wow. That that's, that's my giveaway idea. So that's phenomenal. Yeah. Interact with us with the, the tiers, get involved. And then, you know, maybe uh, enjoy yourself. Have a nice meal at, let's say, Outback or, I don't know, Ruby Tuesdays. Maybe you're, you're a big fan of their, uh, their salad bar. Whatever wanna, dining you desire. Yeah, you want a blooming onion, you know. <laughs> Applebee's. It's all in the neighborhood. Whatever their slogan is. I already forgot. Eating good in the neighborhood. Now, I think. Good the they always the neighborhood. change it like every two or three years anyway. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, uh, th- I think that's two teases is quite a lot. I don't want to get people too excited yet. But yeah, you don't want to get them too excited. No, can't. Can never. Can never. So, yeah, th- 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 those are some teases for you for the uh, for coming episodes. And, yeah, uh, if you're taking our advice on any of these picks, good luck. Best luck with all your bets. And yes. as always, send us help. And we'll. She peace later 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 see ya see ya for the latest updates on the show follow us on twitter at sendhelp underscore the pod you can listen to us live every week on spotify and apple podcasts just search send help semicolon the podcast that's send help semicolon you know the thing with two dots the podcast we